ticketadam.com. Ticket water cooler on a Wednesday, of course, spring game just a few days away. We've uh, kind of mentioned it. Uh, we have our ticket tailgate, our ticket tailgate out there at Tipsy Tina, so we'd love to see it. There's going to be, of course, as 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 you would expect, a lot of former Huskers there for the tailgate. Uh, I know, uh, of course, our, our usual lineup is going to be out there. I think Amon Green's set to make an appearance as well. Uh, that's a big time former Husker that we've added to the ticket family as of late. So I can't wait to hear him and his thoughts on on kind of uh, the spring game. Maybe some spring game memories of his own. Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome to have Amon out there joining us along with the uh, regular cast of characters for ninety three seven the ticket. So it's going to be a blast out out at Tipsy Tina's for our spring tailgate show starting at ten thirty. Uh, on Saturday, so head down, head on down to Tipsy Tina's and join us at that time, and then make your way over to the spring game. You can still buy some tickets outside um, at the at the ticket office. I think they said they're going to be selling them for ten dollars, so um, I'm sure there's still going to be some tickets available. So go there if you haven't bought them online already. Get your tickets and get in in the spring game to see the uh, new look, new look uh, Nebraska team. Just lower it all the way. No, don't turn it off. Just lower it no, all the way. It won't turn off. Yeah, just lower it all the way. Uh, That'll work. Uh, yeah, and uh, who are you most excited for the spring? I mean, is it uh, is it Jeff Sims? Is it uh, is it uh, Herbie Husker? Is I it... don't care about Herbie. Oh, is that Herbie? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't care about blonde, blue eyed Herbie. I don't. Why not? I I just don't care. I I think that jeans and polo Herbie was fine. <laughs> you do. I did. We did the the overalls. I didn't. It's unnecessary. It's fine. You didn't need them. You didn't need the overalls. Yeah, it's a throwback. Though. You could have put the corn cob the corn cob in his back pocket or in his front pocket, whatever. And it would it's the same herbie. Dyed his hair. All they did was dye his hair and his eyebrows. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. This this logo doesn't have eyebrows. Nope. Well, there you go. <laughs> Will Herbie have eyebrows? That's what I'm really interested to see on, on Saturday. So okay. For people that are actually like obsessed with this, maybe not obsessed is or isn't the right word, but people who actually care about the Herbie thing, why? Why is it so important that you have your mascot in overalls? Well, it, I, I think more than anything, and I, I, you know, I, I think it's 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 going back to when Nebraska was good. I think that that's what Herbie looked like when Nebraska was on top of the college football world. I thought we wanted to look forward. We not anymore. We're done with that. We're done. We're done looking forward. I, I, there are We're people trying to go say, back. Don't live in the nineties. Listen, your athletic director was the Butkus Award winner in the nineties. You are. You had a head yeah, coach. Yeah, good for him. But he's not that anymore. But what I'm telling you is, is your program embrace the nineties because that's who you are. And, and that's what they should do. And I'm glad that they're. Do you going think Minnesota's embracing the 40s? Uh, well, their style of football, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, no, but uh, but the 90s aren't that far off. I mean, you know, it's not that long ago. I know the current kids now playing in, in college football uh, might have been born in the 90s, maybe, possibly, probably not. So, do you uh, think Miami should kids. Miami should go back to the 80s? 80s and and yeah, and Miami should early never, 2000s. Miami should never disassociate disassociate themselves from being the Miami Hurricanes. They should just start paying people again. Oh, wait, you can do they that should now. be the bad guy. Yeah, that's not <laughs> the bad guy anymore, but they should. They should be the bad guy. They should be the team that you hate. I, if you have that strong of a brand and Nebraska does, Nebraska's brand isn't, you know, from 2003 on. Uh, it's, you know, the, that's the, true. The, the, the strength of it is is from before then. Um, then and, why did we then why did it change? 
Well, because we, well, because uh, Steve Peterson thought that should, <laughs> uh, Steve Peter, and they tried it a few different times uh, with different brand changes, and a lot of that goes to selling new merchandise and mm-hmm. just trying to get some money out of it. But, um, and, and that's what they're they're going to do here with the, the new Herbie. I'm just sure move sell move forward and evolve. It's okay. It's okay. We tried that, Rico. It's okay, it but guess, but guess what? But guess what? The mascot's not going to win you football. Well, it's not gonna win you football games. You're the one that wants to you know kill what this, no, Red. You know what this to is? Think that, you know that what, it would help in the curse because it would. Uh, you know what this is? This is this is more branding to sell more merchandise. Well, right, that's what it is. <laughs> this is not or or to break a curse. This is not no. It's it's <laughs> Herbie going blonde and having blue eyes and overalls and a corn cob in his pocket isn't going to help Nebraska win win football games. It. it the mistakes haven't I mean, some of it has been off the field in terms of some of the athletic directors that Nebraska has had, but the mistakes have largely come on the field, whether it be with the coaches, whether it be with the players, whether it be with the people that uh, the, the the players that have been recruited or the players that haven't been developed by whatever coaching staff has been put in place. The mistakes haven't been, oh, well, Herbie's wearing a polo now. And if he puts on overalls, all of a sudden we're going to win. You know, that'll that'll put us back at the, the six win mark. That's not. That's not really going to help anything that way. It's really just, you know, get the right coach, get the right players and play some football and moving forward, evolving. You can go back and you can, you know, go back to Nebraska's roots and and, and bring your fullback back and and just run the ball and run an option. You can do that if you want. And if that helps you in football games, then great. But I don't think that that changing your mascot is going to automatically get you that six win benchmark and then move forward. Well, I mean, I don't ever. <laughs> First of all, I don't think Blonde Herbie is uh, thinking of a six-win benchmark. That's not where we love. But I'm saying that you brought but, back Blonde Herbie and told him not we benchmark, need to get back like to the, the like the low, right. like that would be the new low. Like six wins would be the new low blonde with Herbie Blonde Herbie. Would puke if you like Blonde, your team blonde Herbie is like, look, you win six games and you have to you, you get better. Your first six should be wins, and then we get better from there. That's why I'm here. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I not mean, a benchmark. You, I. I didn't know the phrasing that I should have put with it. Now, obviously, that was the wrong phrasing. But I mean, in all honesty, we I think we know that, that you know, the mascots I do much as far as winning on the field. But I like it. I, I think it's it's uh, again, I think there was this big movement and there has been of, of of people over the years saying don't live in the 90s. And these Nebraskans just live in the 90s. And I'm maybe one of the few that says, you're damn right we do, because it was the best time, not just for Nebraska football, but basically ever. I mean, the 90s were great. They, I, they, <laughs> I, I guess they were. I was they like, really were. I was born in 93, so I can't really tell you how great the 90s were. I don't remember it. I don't. I was too young. Well, it was it was fantastic. And, and, and I'm sure Nebraska it was. I've was seen good. I've seen the videos. <laughs> I've, I've heard the talk. I'm sure it was fantastic. Yeah have not experienced that level of Nebraska football. Well, if we can bring the 90s back, even with Blonde Herbie and, and, and maybe, um, you know, a fullback or two, I, I think it'll give you a little bit of a feel what it's like. But I do feel bad, like, because at least I wish I was a little bit older. So that was, a, you know, was a little bit older to go. Well, it's uh, a tough question. I mean, I wish I was a little bit older in this in this particular case. Yeah. Um, one, so that I could live through 80s college football, which was awesome. Uh, another <laughs> was so that I could be a little bit older uh, to understand and know what was going on when Nebraska was number one. I was there, but I it was like a birthright to me. I didn't really like I wasn't like, oh, Nebraska moved up. It's like Nebraska should be playing for the national championship. Yeah, that's just how I thought. And I didn't really know any different. Um, but uh, but. It, but in all honesty, like the late 90s, I, I really remember well. And for anybody that didn't go through that, it's just it's hard to explain what your expectation was when like 
you were routinely a top 10 team. You were routinely mm-hmm. expected to go for, for the national title. Um, and you did lose. Like, when you lost once or twice a year. It was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. And nobody would go out. And it was just like the whole next week, you just have a bad taste in your mouth. Now, if Nebraska loses, it's almost expected. And you still go out because, you know, why not? And, and you, you, you kind of forget about it two hours later. Because it's like, it's look, just, we'll get so back. We'll be fine. We'll get the next one. But yeah. back then, it was like, if you lost, that was it. That was the end of your season because <laughs> you're not going to win a national championship. And then that was that was heartbreaking for Nebraska back then. But now yeah. it's like you said, it's just you lose. It's just another loss. And that's kind of what I that's that's the type of. Hey, this is going to sound weird. That's the kind of Nebraska football that I grew up on where you <laughs> lost a game and it was like, okay, you lost this one, but you'll get it back next week. And by the end of the season, we'll have nine wins. Yeah. Like that was, that, that was, was the kind of Nebraska. Better, yeah. Like, I mean, I did, I was also, you know, conscious and sports conscious during Callahan era. Uh, and uh, like the end of Solich, like kind yeah. of, I don't really remember that one all too well, but mostly Callahan Polini, like those are my, childhood nebraska memories yeah and so to me it's like you know you lose a couple of games it's it's whatever as long as you get to whatever wins at the end of the season if you're in the top 25 fantastic that's great but i haven't been through the national championship or bust version of college football well that's and and too like uh it was kind of a pet peeve of mine when people would say like uh you know younger generations would say that 2009 team was one of the greatest husker teams of all time because it really wasn't it was one of the greatest defenses of all time. Absolutely for in Nebraska football. But every Tom Osborne team had a better record than that. <laughs> <laughs> every had, single one of them. Every 25 years, every single <laughs> one of them had a better winning percentage uh than that than that 2009 team, which was, was great offensively or defensively. Again, um, I I have no problem with saying that was one of the greatest defenses mm-hmm. in Nebraska. The ranking for that team, team gets higher every time the story is told. <laughs> Right. Every time the one second is put back on the clock, Nebraska was number five in the nation. All right. If yeah. they would have won that, they're in the national championship game. <laughs> they really finished like 14th. Yeah, it was good. And the best we that we've had in for, for many of us, uh, you know, for many of the younger generation, again, the best that they've seen Nebraska do. So I understand hey, Mike why, Riley was why in the they top said 10. that was one of the best that year for a week. Mike Riley was in the top oh, 10 yeah, with Nebraska general, for a week. Yeah. 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 If they would have beat Wisconsin, they would have been in the top 10 for two weeks that was that was kind of sad too i mean it was it was fun because they were like beating bad teams and you know oregon and indiana were tossed in there which were decent teams but um you know not great and i just remember going to those press conferences and every week it would be like you know there, there'd kind of be that question because there's this narrative out there that like do you guys really feel like you're one of the best teams and they're like yeah and they're like, yeah, we absolutely do. <laughs> and and then, you know, you played Ohio State and they yeah. then you Then you almost, you should have beaten Wisconsin. The past right. reference, that wasn't called. Whatever. We're not going to get into that. Yeah. Should have beaten Wisconsin. And then you just got the brakes beat off of you and the doors kicked in by Ohio State. And then yeah. it was like, oh, you're not one of the best teams in the nation. By the end of the year, Riker Fife was starting the bowl game and Nate Gary is no longer on the team. That's Riker Fife. <laughs> Shout out to Riker Fife. <laughs> the rifle. Uh, but uh, yeah, fun, fun Husker memories, regardless, and, and not as good, not as fun as the 90s. But mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. Bringing the 90s back. Don't have, have anybody be, be ashamed to say you just live in the 90s. I say, yes, I live in the 90s. And they were fantastic. So anyway, what I'm looking forward to in the spring game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we did start with that. Didn't we? <laughs> um, the offensive line. Yeah. There you and go. the uh, the. Uh, not the running, but the uh, wide receivers. 
mm. slash tight ends. The people who are going to catch the football, not get handed the football. Yeah. Tight ends, wide receivers, the people that are going to catch the football. I'm really interested to see how the offensive line does in one-on-one situations against the 3-3-5 multiple blitzes. Also, if they send blitzes. Mm. Um, and how the tight ends look blocking uh, running routes, catching passes. Really, really interested in seeing Thomas Fedoni finally in action. Hopefully able to do a couple more things than I, I think he played in one game. Um, not last year, but the year before towards the end of the season. But he was just blocking. I don't think he yeah. caught a pass. So uh, really interested to see how he's moving. And uh, if we can see like a glimpse of of what might come this season from him, uh, Arik Gilbert's big body out there seeing what he's able to do. And hopefully they can get that waiver form. He's able to play. And then just all all of the wide receivers, every single wide receiver. I'm interested in seeing to see uh, who is the crispest route runner, who's got the best hands. Um, really interested in Marcus Washington and Billy Kemp, the fourth, because I think those are going to be the two best receivers on the team. And um Xavier Betts, what he looks like coming back after a year oh, off yeah. from, from football. It's crazy there. And, you know, throw ID in there. There's there's star lines from, every, you know, all across every position, um, whether it be new guys or how do they, you know, you know, the new three, three, five defense. Um, it, it's just going to be a fascinating spring game. And I know, um, you know, I, I try to build it up every year. And sometimes I, I know I'm doing it a little bit mm -hmm. and, and knowing that by the, the third quarter, you're not going to really care too much. Um, but uh, I, I think even again into the third and fourth quarter, that's when you're going to see guys maybe putting on the scarlet and cream for the last time a few of them so Ooh. you know they're going to be battling for positions there i don't know if if you're if if it, I, when i say positions i mean positions on the team yeah um uh, scholarships and so it I, I think that will be intriguing as well um and so it, it's 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 going to be a fascinating spring game one more thing before we get to break rico i because I, I i i i i promised this because i said i would ask you this going into break uh -oh. what do you make of the matt rule Deion sanders stuff is this much to do about nothing that did, <laughs> pardon the interruption just need another topic yeah it's ridiculous it's it's unnecessary um, I'm not saying that it wasn't a veiled shot at Dion. I'm sure that that was that's there. I mean, you're going to build some intrigue for that game regardless. Um, it's two first year head coaches taking over two um, bad teams. So there's going to be some interest there, especially with the added um, old rivalry aspect of it. But um, it's it's ridiculous. It's nothing. It, it's much ado about nothing, like you said. Um the transfer portal is here. Everybody's using it. Rule has his 17. Dion has his 40, whatever. So I get, you know, Dion is using it at, to a higher effect than than Matt Rule is, but everybody's using it. Uh, Rule was just saying, you know, he, he's he's ready to coach the guys that he has on the roster right now. And Dion is, is trying to rebuild. I mean, I get it. He's trying to rebuild a team that won one game last year. Yeah. Obviously, you won one game. Something wasn't working. So maybe cleansing the roster of, of those players and bringing in some new guys uh, bringing in some new blood might help. So, and it's not like rules, not going to have to, you know, cleanse the roster towards he before already, fall camp starts because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're over on scholarships. You got to get down to 85 from 98. So that's going to be a decent amount of people leaving the team. It's, it's just something PTI needed, needed some more, some more eyes on their program. And uh, mentioning Nebraska is a great way to do that. Yeah. And I thought too, like, you know, if, if Matt rule did, do that um you know on purpose or try to get headlines out of it or whatever it would be an excellent pr job hiding the fact like you said um that he also has as completely brought in mean, he's brought in 40 guys of his own now some of them are, are not, you know less transfers and, and and more freshmen than than what dion is doing mm -hmm. but um to to paint matt rule as anti portal is 
pretty silly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, his starting receiver is probably going to be, you know, maybe number one receiver. Billy Kemp's going to be out of the portal. Starting quarterback, probably out of the portal. Center. Number um, one slash number two tight end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, center. They're probably going to look at some more offensive linemen. Front seven, uh, two linebackers. Yeah. A defensive lineman. Uh, uh, would they get a safety? I think they're long snapper. Long snapper yep. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people out of the portal that are going to play a significant in, in metals team. So he's not anti portal. He's just a little, uh, he's not as portal heavy as some people. Yeah. Although I do, I, I do also think with Dion, um, that Colorado camp, which they have their spring game this Saturday too. Uh, there's on ESPN. Yeah. On national TV. You can yeah. Watch it, which uh, I'm going to, Depending on what time it is. Let me see what time yeah. it starts. DVR it. <laughs> because I'm going to... No, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because this isn't... Whatever. This is kind of a shot. They look small. They do. They look small. And I'm not saying that they look they look bad. They just look small. Maybe they're faster. Maybe they're more athletic than, than other teams. Maybe they're more athletic than Nebraska. But they look small. If you get in a fist fight, if you get in a, in a phone booth, and you're trying to run the ball between the tackles and do stuff like that... Mm. I would have more faith in the other team than Colorado if you're doing that. <laughs> and the other team, not necessarily. I don't even know who it is. Almost anybody else. If that Stanford, if yeah. they're still doing that thing, Stanford will roll over Colorado. I don't know what Stanford's doing. David Shaw's no longer there. They haven't mm. really done much with without him, but yeah. uh, uh, we will see. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. When we come back, we'll welcome in Nick Sainert and uh, preview happy hour. We've got a lot of uh, storylines to talk about in course the nba just all across uh, all across uh, sports um little teaser too I, I saw this one i wanted to ask you guys about this uh jets winnipeg jets forward morgan Barron took a skate to the face last night and required 75 stitches oh my gosh and he returned to the ice less than a period later to finish up the game sweet baby jesus <laughs> so we'll talk about that and some other things uh, across the nba uh, they pulled a hundred uh, here's a good teaser they pulled a hundred the athletic did pulled a hundred current nba players who is the greatest of all time? We'll have more, more Michael Jordan, LeBron James talk. Uh, we'll see. We'll give you those results coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket.